0: Hey guys, it's Mom Taraj, the podcast about being a mom that thinks that most mom stuff is super boring. So we created our own posse. I'm Ashley, and I'm Carrie, and we are ready to walk you down the red carpet of motherhood. Well, let's uh, let's get into it, should we? All right. Wow, this is it. We're here. I know it's our first episode. I know. I know. We've got that new car smell. I also have a new car, and it does have that new car smell. So now two things. Perfect.
1: We have a newish car, and I was very excited because it was the first one I ever had, and I was like, oh, it does smell different. Oh. I did have a moment where Luna had like a, she was having like a real big, i pee-pee in all my diapers. We just needed to go up a size, mm. and the car reeked of like old urine, urine and I was like, Ugh. That new car smell. But then I took the car seat out. We figured it out. And it's back to its new <sighs> car smell. I really thought it was going to be ruined forever. And I was like a little mad at her. Yeah. Just for, for, I was mad at her for us making her wear the wrong size diaper.
0: You can always get rid of smells, I think. Unless Did you see like, that Seinfeld episode? No. I don't like Seinfeld. I know.
1: I know. We have this discussion about me with the office and you at the, yeah, the, we're with the
0: Seinfeld. With with the Seinfeld. With the anyway, Seinfeld. should we introduce ourselves? Yes. On our new podcast? Yes. Let's introduce ourselves. Hi, I'm Ashley. And I'm Carrie. And I just stifled a burp. Yeah. Good. <laughs> um, there's a lot of that on our show. So we had a mom podcast that we did prior to this one. Actually, the podcast brought us together. You could say we found love in a hopeless place. The hopeless place of debilitating, crippling, anxiety, and depression of motherhood. Yeah. Sort
1: of. Yeah. yeah. The funny thing about that podcast, though, so that podcast is what brought us together. We became friends because of that podcast. Right. But the original concept of that old podcast was it was going to be two longtime best friends or best friends talking about parenting issues in a real way. Yeah. But spoiler alert, we we weren't friends. We didn't
0: know each other. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, we probably would have been friends. We but.
1: sort of fell in love almost at first sight, not first
0: first sight because I was a bitch. Can we also talk about that audition? Because <laughs> I have called Carrie out on this. Her and her real best friend were so they side eyed the fuck. We were out so of we me. were mean girls. They were like kind of cunty. We and were. By the way, in this podcast, we say cunty. Yes. Um. We also say bitch, and we also say guys. Yes. So just be okay with it. Yeah. Um. But. They were kind of bitchy.
1: We were. And I was No, just we like- are the, we are the worst. Like we fully acknowledge that when we get together, it's horrible. Like it's good for us, it's horrible for everybody else. We're kind of like imagine that everything we in the world, should just be ours. It's terrible. That sounded Don't so Don't say sound like a blast? <laughs> but you're right. We were kind of just like, bitch. You were like, we're
0: here, guys. Yeah. 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 And I just was like. And she was so nice. I was like, who's this bitch offering everybody a glass of water? Well, I was like, I'm going to go get water, refill my fucking reusable water bottle I take everywhere with me. Right. And I didn't want to just, you know, I am polite. So I, know, I she offered was really polite. everybody some water, which was. There were three of us. Three I was like, other people. Sure. And yeah. I was like, what's she getting at? But you know, the thing is in my mind, I was like, there's a very good chance because this was my third audition. Right. This was my first. Yeah. So it was my third, my third audition, or my second callback. Um, and well, I have a feeling I'm gonna have to audition with this chick. Right. So I'm gonna be nice. But then we started talking about being from New Jersey and Billy Joel, and that was it. Yeah, pretty much. And both of our husband's partners. Or or music. do the same thing well you know do very similar things right. so we had a lot to go off of and animal print we love animal print it's a neutral it is a neutral i couldn't agree more hoop earrings nameplate necklaces should we just put it out into the universe right now stacy london when you're ready to come on the show oh my god stacy i have seen you in the old neighborhood that i used to
1: teach yoga in and i didn't stalk you but i almost wanted to i've met
0: her Oh, she gosh. was a guest on Wendy. When I used, I used to work on the Wendy Williams show. I was a, a, a shirt. I know Williams the Wendy Williams Sure. Uh, the Wendy Williams show. And uh, I was the talent coordinator and junior talent. I worker. love her. And she came on. And Wendy had like a, Fe- I think it was like a Fendi purse that was so, like a clutch. And it was yeah. so floppy that she basically put like, Duct tape with like cardboard in, cardboard in it. I don't know why I can't. Stacey speak. had it or no Wendy. Wendy had it. She mm-hmm. put like cardboard duct tape inside to make it like more structured. Yeah, mm-hmm. and Stacey London was laughing so like she could not get over it. And, and I, I was love just like
1: Stacy, girl, mm-hmm. I feel ya, yeah. I feel ya. Yeah.
0: Well, we became real life best friends. Yes, um, and we're here now, and now we're here now, and continuing the dream. We thought we can't let this end. Because we need to see each other. We need to see each other. We, From what we hear, people enjoy listening to us talk. <laughs> I think talk. we would
1: do it even if they didn't, Honestly, like this
0: may fall completely on deaf ears, and we don't give a shit. It's fine. It's fine. Uh, it's fine. Anyway. So but, we have a new
1: podcast. Same shit. Different name. Yeah. Slightly different skew here and there. Yeah.
0: And for those, I think we should introduce ourselves yeah, to people do it. who don't know us. I mean, we're so famous. Just kidding. <laughs> to, you don't our, know me? In our own heads. <laughs> Um, so
1: tell me about yourself, Carrie. I'm Carrie Sotero, a mother of a 14 month old baby girl named Luna Mars. That's her Best real name. name. Um, she's either
0: going to be a
1: stripper or rock star, a rock star, or and an I, actress, or all three. I think
0: she. I think she's going to be. I'm sorry. I no, think it's okay. she's going to be a, about your computer there. <laughs> I think she's going to be a rock star. I mean, I mean, Lee. True. We might want to. I don't know. So
1: my sorry. It's okay. Spoiler alert. My partner. My lover. My baby daddy, he
0: hates when I, I say lover. I hope love you her. never call him your lover he in front hates, of me again. He
1: hates when I call him
0: lover, so it now just, I just do it. It just makes me think of that Will Ferrell Rachel Dratch sketch where they're like, "Hello, Lama. Lama. I know
1: that's what I say," because he's always like, Ugh. And "I'm like, I'm gonna keep saying, ew, it makes me want to puke." So he's in the music industry. He was in the band Nine Inch Nails, which is what you're referring to. Yeah, um, and I think our baby may have caught some of the music bug. We got cool. her a microphone for Christmas, and she. She loves all things musical instruments. That's what we're
0: recording on right now. Luna's <laughs> microphone. microphone. That's <laughs> your saliva. It plays like old McDonald. Super fancy.
1: Um, yeah, and we live in Williamsburg, Brooklyn. And what do you do outside of this? this I am a yoga and meditation teacher mm-hmm. and a voiceover actor and sometimes come out of retirement, TV, theater, film, actor.
0: You know, how long have we been friends at this point? And, like, really close friends. You spent Thanksgiving with my family. So right. um, we've been friends be since a year May. And I, yeah. yeah, And I've never uh, done yoga with you. Not that I'm saying I really want to. I'm you just don't saying love ne- yoga. Um, no. Yeah, no. Like, kind of sometimes. Right. I have to be in the mood. I did spend an a full hour meditating on New Year's Eve day. Oh, that's nice. Setting my intentions for the year. Right. And then immediately got into a huge fight with Matt. But that's <laughs> neither here nor there. That was not in your intentions. No, that was not setting an intention.
1: Um, so, but, Well, you can practice anytime you want with me. Okay. Ew, that sounded really aggressive. You can practice anytime you want with me. I didn't mean for it to come out aggressive like that. Guess I need more yoga.
0: Yeah. More <laughs> meditation. Yes. So tell me more about yourself. Um, or tell them about you. Yeah. So I am the mother of a two and a half year old son, Sebastian. Right now we're one and done, but who knows? I, but I, I've, I'm i pretty much a pretty big advocate when for When I being first one met you, done. you were like one and done. And now you're like. Uh, mm. The reason why. Because he's being good right now and no, he's sweet, sweet. No, it's not even that. It's my mom had a real talk with me because I'm an only child. And she was like, listen, I just want you to consider the fact that like one day you are going to be taking care of your father and I. And that's a lot of responsibility on one person. And she's like, and I didn't think about that when you were little. And I get where she's coming from. I don't think that that's the reason to have another child. Mm -hmm. Um, Also he's, and this is going to sound awful. So let it roll. Um, He's a boy. He's also very independent I'm very close to my family. I don't know if he's going to want to like be very close to me. And I'm very scared that I, once he leaves, he's going to be gone forever. And it's just going to be Matt and I, which is fine. Yeah, but, but you like, can't control. You might get another boy. Of course, of course. And again, not a reason to have another child. Right. The reason to have another child is because you want you another, child. another child. And I do not. Right. So <laughs> honestly, I don't.
1: You know what fix all, fixes all of
0: that? Pets?
1: Money. Just kidding. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> money. Working
0: on that. Money and pets. Yeah. Um. I have the pet. I'm trying to convince Matt to let me get a bird. Anyway. What? Oh, yeah. I want a bird. I've wanted a bird for years. I used that to is have parakeets. so Cuban of you. <laughs> that is like the most Cuban thing.
1: I don't <laughs> Ashley's a Cuban Jew. She's a Juban. <laughs> Having birds is maybe the most Cuban thing
0: <laughs> you have ever said. Matt won't let me. He thinks only weird people have birds. Or he says, humans. <laughs> he says, like, only the weird kids in school had birds growing. It up. also
1: might be because you're from Union City, because Union City. No, it's because I'm
0: originally from Miami. Same, same. Is I mean, it's not same, I mean, same it but yeah. It's kind of very similar. Because
1: I know when I used to live there, I, people would put, in the summer, people would put their birds out, like, on the porch. And, who?
0: Who? Oh, I want to know whose birds are <laughs> like, who? putting on when their have porch. I've never seen
1: a bird on a porch. My landlady's? <laughs> And like a bunch of people down on Palisades, yo. But like in a cage, not like. Oh, okay. They I thought roll you meant like cage on a fucking leash. No, <laughs> no, they roll the cage out when it's warm. That's oh, weird. So they
0: can like. You know what? I get it, like, though. this is what
1: freedom used to be like, just a little bit.
0: <laughs> this is when you could fly, Bertie. Tweet, tweet, tweet. Anyway, more about me. Um, <laughs> My husband and son and I live in Union City, New Jersey, and uh, I grew up there. I am a producer and a talent booker and a host. And, and a host. A host. <laughs> and uh And that's about it. My mom's my best friend. My mom is my best friend, too. Yeah. We have that in common. We do. We that's have a another, lot in common. That's another reason why we fell in love. Yeah. Because we're both like,
1: mom, And we both great. love
0: talking about poop. It's one of our favorite topics. Poop, burping. Ugh. But poop mostly. I know, so much poop. I love talking about poop. Anyway, but that's us. Speaking of poop. I did find poop on myself the
1: other day. I found poop on myself too, but it was definitely from me, not from Luna. Oh, no, mine was from
0: Sebastian. (laughs) (laughs) Did you find your own poop on you? Sometimes. On a sleeve. (laughs) What? (laughs) On a sleeve? On a sleeve. Maybe it's because I have short arms, so my sleeves are always long. (laughs) There is no excuse for finding your own shit on your sleeves. (laughs) (laughs) Listen, times are tough. I have IBS. (laughs) So do I. It's like a real loose wipe. (sighs) T-minus. How long did it take us to talk about poop? Oh, I mean. We're just getting warmed up. anyway. but that's us. We are so excited to be back in the saddle and recording again, and we have got a great first episode for you.
1: Today we're talking about the hot goss. You know, that J. Lo and Shakira halftime show that we have not been able to get out of our heads.
0: And we're talking about how moms are some of the loneliest people, which is a big
1: old duh. We knew it. Plus, our hashtag swag bag picks for the week. But stay tuned, because up first, our weekly segment, the tits and the shits.
0: So we want to, we're going to, every week we want to talk about our highs and our lows. And we thought, well, isn't that the tits and the shits? Tits and the shits. So uh, Carrie, why don't you tell me your tits and your shits? My tits actually look good these days. They do. I have to say. They look great. They're different than before the baby,
1: but they're like back. Um, Okay, so tits and shits. So my tits is that we've become really close with the people on our floor, on the second floor. So I was sort of good friends or I had become good friends with the one um, couple on the end of the floor. They have two kids and we started like a workout club. Me and the mom do this workout club and we, she like makes cookies and leaves them at the door and I make something and leave them at the door. And then the other night, um, we had a holiday party to go to that we were going to bring Luna, but she hadn't taken any naps all day, so she, like, crashed Unbearable. at, like, 5 o'clock. Yeah. So I'm like, I can't keep her up to go to this party. She would have had to have napped. For me to keep her out late, so the my next door neighbor offered. Just she's like, just bring the baby monitor over and leave your front door open. And Lee and I were able to go out That's so together. Nice. So we do swaps. And then the other day, I took care of her dog. And so anyway, we've been doing a lot of nice things for each other and going to workout
0: club three days a week. And it's just the two of you in workout just club. Just the two of us in workout. That's club. nice.
1: Yeah, we go to the gym or we do like some stupid video or whatever. And then the other couple down the hall. They have one child, and they started inviting the whole floor over for board game night. So for fun, they're really into board games. So Matt and
0: I are too. We we used to have game night a lot pre-Sebastian. So
1: like three times we've had board game night. It's just really nice. Like I feel, I feel this really nice sense of this second floor is like this baby oasis. I love that. It's really nice. So that's the tits. That's nice. Yeah, it's really nice. And then the shits shits is the shits are almost over. Not literally, because I am having the shits, but Luna cut four top teeth all at once. Oh, that sucks. And one on the bottom. So a little bit earlier this week, she was no napping and really kind of miserable with her teeth. And why is it that when kids are teething, one, their breath smells different and two, their poop looks and smells different. Don't know. Don't I never noticed anything about the breath. Really? I was talking with the people on our Because it's kind floor. of like an open
0: wound. But it's like
1: starting to subside. She, it, the top ones have cut through. Mm. And that's that's really the shit. It's been not a bad couple of weeks. Good. It's been nice to take, like, a little break. It really has. That's been really... I miss you. I know. But it was nice. We talked about this before, because we still talk to each other all the time. Um, it was really nice to just kind of get back into a regular schedule with my kid and just have some time to do stuff, so...
0: I mean, to build on that, my my tits are basically the same thing. You know, like, over the holidays, I was sick, like, on and off for about three weeks. I know. It was really bad between the stomach thing that was going around and just like a bad cold. It was just all over the place. That weird
1: sore throat that felt different than Uh, other sore throats? It was very weird.
0: I was detoxing from stuff. It's just like, it was, it was a lot. Um, And the nice thing is that I feel like my body was kind of, in my head, the way I'm making myself feel better is that my body was detoxing from 2019, getting ready for 2020. I did a lot of things to like set intentions for 2020, so I'm really hoping that shit works. Yes, um, and I really got to spend so much time with all of my family. Like I, Sebastian, you know, we had talked on the other show about our our New Year's resolutions, and you had suggested just being really present with your child, and I kind of leached off of that yeah. and. Really? I mean it's our Sebastian and I. He's a boy. He loves his dad. Like when dad's around, he could barely give two shits about mom. And that's fine. And like I'm with him a lot more than dad is, so I get it. But um he's just been such a little love muffin with me, which has been really nice because it was really a struggle for a while there. Um it's nice to just like I've spent so much time with Matt. I spent so much time with my parents. It was just really, really nice. Matt's family was around a lot. That was really nice. That's good. Yeah, everyone just got along really well, except for that one fight on New Year's (laughs) Eve. Um, It was just, it was nice, and I just needed it. And I think it really set the, I'm hoping it really set the tone for 2020 and the whole decade. Um, My shits, honestly, I think my shits are, like Matt and I have So Matt's a music supervisor, um, and uh, he is working a lot. And I just feel like our communication has been really not great. Um,
1: I mean, that's an ongoing thing, like, Lee and I are communication. Always. We're the same sign, and so we tend, not to sound like a total hippie, but we're the same sign. So we tend to come at things exactly the same way, and that's not necessarily always a good thing. This isn't the case with you, but Lee and I met older already. Yeah. So... It's like you're kind of already in your way. Yeah, You're not in your way. I mean, we are in our way, but we're already kind of set. It's not like we already have our thing going. I get it. And then we meet, and it's like, oh, now we're trying to match two lives that are already in the process of happening, you know? Yeah,
0: I mean, that wasn't really the case case for us. But, I mean, mostly it's just – it's been – Matt has a lot on his plate, and he internalizes a lot. And he is also—he is a very anxious person, which I don't think anyone it took me years to realize that. I don't think that's an obvious thing about Matt because he internalizes, and he's so like—he's just kind of like clear water. I'm like a—I'm like a typhoon, you know? <laughs> like there's it's like there's highs, there's Absolutely. lows, there's all kinds of craziness. Um, and you know, he has a lot going on with work, and he doesn't tell he doesn't communicate things and you know it's hard to work with somebody who doesn't communicate and then he internalizes things and he takes it out a certain way so you know it's it's not anything huge it's stupid and you know i'm sure i play a part in all of this also he feels like i um i'm not asking about work for him I know that I am absolutely asking about work, but if you ask somebody and they don't really tell you, you're not going to keep asking all the time. Well, my therapist is always like, Fran, shout out to Fran. Always Fran. Fran's a recurring character. Yes. um, Fran's
1: like my main part of my posse (laughs) in my life, but Fran always says that if he's saying that and you feel like you are asking, that like, what's the deeper need Behind what of course, he's saying, of so course. so whatever, regardless of whether you actually are asking or not, he doesn't feel that whatever that need is is being fulfilled. Whatever of course. it is, so
0: I don't want this to continue being an issue. Even though it's not huge, it's just obviously I want the best yeah. communication possible. Yeah. So it's really not a huge shit. It's more like a turtle head. It's a tiny turtle. Yeah, it's a turtle head. It's just like poking boop, out, boop. being like, "Hi," it might address go back me in if it's nervous. Exactly. So,
1: my friend invented this purposely minimal diaper bag fanny pack. Oh, right. I really,
0: you told me you were going to get me one. Yes. I, want one. I will.
1: Well, they were just, they the Kickstarter just got finished. They made their money and they finally started releasing them. I was super excited because I got a targeted Facebook ad and I was like, I already got one. Hey, and I was like, I so get proud them too. Them. Good. I was so proud of them.
0: They, it's so, firstly, it's so cute and it's super functional.
1: So, it's called the Kibu bag. Yeah. I love it. It's the purposely minimal, diaper bag, fanny pack. Very stylish. Very stylish. So it comes in a bunch of different colors. It's like a a good fake leather, vegan leather. Oh, looks fake? Yeah. It looks like real leather. It looks really good. And the colors are really, really good. Yeah. It's got a waterproof zip for wipes. So you take a bunch of wipes out and they're really easy to get. It has a um, zip out changing pad. Cool. That zips back in and you can use it as the kid's headrest when they're changing. And then when the kid's too old for that, that snaps out and you snap snap in like a little first aid kit cool. so that that's always in hand. And then the main pouch has enough space for like snacks, sunscreen, and then the front has a little space for like your keys and card. It's
0: just basically the best. I love it. I can't wait to get my long arms around it. See? See what I did there? I see what you did there. I'm going to get <laughs> it you I threw one. you a bone. I know. Thank you.
1: So yeah, Kibu bags. They're the best. Love them. So go get one. Go to www.kibubag.com or go to their Instagram page, Kibu Bag. It is amazing. K-I-B-O-U. They're fabulous. Mom owned. Fabulous.
0: Love that. Mama. Okay, so one of the things that is really... I know this is a a month after the Super Bowl at but this point. But it's still trending. It's still trending. It's still super relevant. And it's still something that I think we both feel very, very passionately about. Well, like opened
1: up a whole big can of worms. Yes.
0: I mean... Okay, so here's my thing. All I've seen is people talking about how inappropriate the halftime show is and i just i literally feel like you know when you you know okay you ever as an avid reality tv watcher <laughs> i feel like sometimes when i'm when i take the side of someone on a reality show and everyone else is against them and like everyone on twitter is against them i'm just like what am I missing here? Am I crazy? Am I in in denial? Am I blind? Am I stupid? Like what is happening that I don't see? And this is how I feel about the Super Bowl performance where people are like, that was inappropriate. Even this woman, a woman I know who seems very with it and very cool on Instagram messaged me and said like, Mm, I felt a little uncomfortable with my children watching it. I'm like, what? I also want to say I am a Hispanic, originally from Miami. So I don't know if that's why I have, like, culturally, that was nothing for no, me. No,
1: first of all. <laughs> like, that that's a Tuesday. Have we watched the Olympics? Have you seen any male swimmer or diver wearing the smallest yes. bathing suit humanly possible? Yes. what does it matter? Do kids shield their eyes from that? They're like, no, because they consider that person a professional athlete. And this is the Olympics, which is like a great American sporting event. Well, not American, great international sporting event. Also, kids have no problem with nudity. What are you talking about? It's not even nudity, though. No, I know. But I'm just saying like, it wasn't overly sexual. No. It wasn't like, listen... I love this performance, but it wasn't Madonna humping the stage in a wedding gown, which I'm still okay with.
0: Also, it wasn't Prince, the shadow of Prince with a guitar. I also love that performance. I know. Prince with the, the shadow of a guitar, like, insinuating that's his penis.
1: Also, the more you make something weird and, like, forbidden, the weirder it gets. Like, it's not a big deal. Why are we so neutered in our society? Like, it's not a big deal. But I've heard also, people complain about the poll
0: part of it. And, like, even that, I get that pole, pole dancing. Thing, is becoming mainstream now. It really is. People do it as a workout at this point. Right. I don't because I'm just, like, very uncomfortable doing sexual things like that. Like <laughs> it's in, really hard. I've done it, it a couple it times. Looks it's very really hard. really hard. And I just, like, I just don't feel sexy doing things like Firemen that. Firemen go down poles. Come on. Yes. Not a big deal. Yes. I, I just, and there she wasn't stripping. No. She wasn't patting the puss. She was just swinging on a pole. Not I don't only that, what the issue but is. all of these
1: women were dressed... In more clothes than most people
0: walking down on the street. They had. We're going to the beach.
1: They had multiple foundation garments. Yes. They had the, the nude dance skin tight. Yes. Probably two
0: pairs. Oh, probably so many pairs.
1: They had more layers covering their body yep. than most people have on the street. Yeah. Do you not take your kids to the beach. Yeah.
0: Like, what's the deal? I also, and these are also performers. This is not... Yes. like This isn't Susan from down the hall. Right, this and they is didn't... Jennifer Lopez and Shakira. And they didn't, like,
1: sex it up for the Super Bowl. That's what they wear in yes. their performances. Yes. There was nothing different. It is a costume. Also, I wouldn't even mind if it wasn't a costume, and that's what they were. And get it, girl. Who cares? But it was a costume. It's a costume. It's a performance.
0: It's not... I think this is one of the things I was trying to explained before is you know the this is I think a lot of people don't understand that this is what people this, this is what these two women do for their living this is their job is to entertain and sometimes that comes with a spangly little bodysuit. Right. I don't understand what the issue is I do think that there is a bigger issue at play here which is We are not comfortable with women of a certain age being sexual. Women at 40-something years old and 50 years old are supposed to be dried up and kind of, they've they've gone past that point in their life. They are no longer seen as sexual beings. They're just moms and grandmas. And I mean, grandma is really like, it's very rare your grandma at 40 and 50 years old. Right. But it happens. It happens.
1: My first thought, I know, my first thought though, when I saw Shakira and I was like, oh yeah, she was wearing like um, sensible shoes. The whole she, entire the whole time. <laughs> the whole time. Her boots look like Fit Flop boots. Boot, yeah, Fit Flop. Slop boots yes. that I got at DSW like eight years yes. ago. It's like a kind comfort of wedge, and shiny. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And then the second ones were gold high top sneakers, which I own a pair of those. I was like, "All right, Shakira, you definitely have plantar fasciitis from your second baby." But
0: holy hell, what did what weave did they put in her hair because it looked so good? You, she didn't lose a curl. Nope. It didn't become a furzy mask. You didn't. See, hair, it wasn't PC. My goal in the wrong way is to have her hair. Every day, forever. I also like that perm. Can both I get a, them-
1: Does that, yes. Would yes, a perm? Yes. Yes, my friend just got a perm. Yeah.
0: Really? Yeah. I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna, yeah, gonna the perms get a gil are different a perm. than the
1: perms that we had in our yesteryear. Yeah, it's not a poodle perm. Right. It's just like gives it body. I think I'm, I'm gonna, gonna get a perm. Get it, girl. Yeah. We will let you know how Ashley's perm. <laughs> well, <turned out. laughs> well, I'll do we an should Instagram do a perm. takeover. We should do a perm on the show.
0: Maybe we will. <laughs> it, it takes like an hour. It'd be perfect. So there's this article in Ms. Magazine. Um, called why are super super Bowl slut shaming a sexist and this is the quote and i this is what really I think I was having a hard time putting things into words. She says, I grew up listening to their music and was thrilled that these women, both over the age of forty, were commanding an audience of nearly a hundred million this is an impressive feat for any performer regardless of age or gender but it is it is especially so in a society where women are not allowed to age without becoming culturally insignificant invisible and irrelevant a phenomenon even more pronounced in the entertainment industry where women's professional opportunities peak by age 30. In a country where booming cosmetic surgery and beauty industries make aging naturally a socially subversive act for female faces. Two women refuse to fade into themes, ageist oblivion and demonstrating that deteriorating youth no longer has to be a death sentence was refreshing. I feel like this so did such a better job of putting my thoughts into words and very eloquently. Um, you know, I think about like I want to bring this back to plastic surgery. I, you and I are both obsessed with like Instagram accounts that are plastic surgery kind of analysis. And I haven't gotten any yet. Me neither. But
1: well, I mean, aside from like I got a mole removed and went to a plastic that surgeon. Count.
0: But um, I'm not against it? No. I I'm not against it either. I but I will tell you I do think that there's something really strange happening in the world when 20 Everybody something Everybody has the same face. Yeah, Everyone has the same face and 20 something year old girls in their 20s are are Doing so much to look like each other, like we're not even learning to celebrate our individuality at this point. Like I, and I'm all for plastic surgery. I think like people, if you feel like you want to fix your nose, it would just make you feel so much better if you just had a different nose. Like go for it. As long as that's not the only thing you're doing. Like if
1: if you are having some,
0: but everyone's looking self issues. Yes.
1: Also, look at the deeper reason why you're feeling that. And if you still want to get it done, great. Yeah. But it's not a fix that's going to be the only fix. You
0: know what? I may not be Angelina Jolie, but I'm very com- like comfortable with what I look like. And I think there is beauty in all of us accepting what we look like, also.
1: I almost thought you said there's beauty in all of us, except you were going to name <laughs> except someone for you,
0: bitches.
1: <laughs> I was like, oh god, was she good? <laughs> you know, there's this other quote that you you have here that says the half-naked history of Super Bowl performers makes this illicit outrage over J Lo and Shakira's bare necessity seem more suspect. Latinas may be particularly vulnerable to hypersexualized social perceptions due to the fact that they are routinely depicted as overtly sexual by American media. By American media, the Cultural refusal to see Latin women beyond narrow, limited representations of domestic workers and sultry, seductive, heteronormative sex kittens may begin to explain why Shakira and JLo may be more severely scrutinized for performing sexually. You
0: know, like every, every white boy thinks that Hispanic women are really good and bad. Ashley, tell me. Should I ask Matt? I, I, you being our token Hispanic. <laughs> I mean, I knowing him, he will say that I am just to be nice and oh, kind. Oh, nice. Yeah. But I'm, I'm going to go ahead and say, uh, you know, whatever. <laughs> You're whatever. like, I'm a solid medium. Yeah, because like, I'm a solid, Pick like, let's day. get this thing going and done. <laughs> that's my rating. We have talked so much about how lonely it is being a mom and finding your mom entourage. That's right. I mean, that's why we named this podcast. Yes, because we both, neither one of us really had... Mom friends? No, we talked yes. about
1: maybe even calling it mom group rejects because we would go to these mom classes and just feel like we didn't belong there. Yeah,
0: or like I remember, I remember when we first uh, when Sebastian, I got, I don't know how old he was, six months, like he was crawling. Yeah, and uh, I was going to a mommy and baby yoga class where the kids basically play in the middle and the moms do yoga. Yeah, see, I do do some yoga. I know I did
1: one of those with Luna,
0: and I really liked the class, but it was four or five of us and. You know, I remember the first class, we all went to a restaurant by, and we bought a bottle of wine. Oh, that's so nice, but Yeah, I never did that with any of the mom group stuff I did. We, like, sat there, we had our bottle of wine, and we were all chit-chatting. Our kids were all, like, napping behind us, or, like, on the boob, or whatever. And um, I just remember this moment of, like, going home, telling Matt, Matt, I made these friends, they're all moms, isn't this cool? And then he was like, so tell me about them.
1: And I just couldn't You're like, believe their
0: moms. That was the only detail. I you was knew. just like, "Well, this one works in finance, and the, like nobody." And this isn't anything about them. They're all very nice people, right. but these were never people I would have been friends with in real life. And in, interestingly enough, I am still friends with one of them. Mm-hmm. And it, again, that's not to be bitchy. It's not. But these are not – these weren't people I was going to be connected to for the rest of I my life. That, they I, were just friends of convenience. I think that's a big
1: parenting thing is that you – of course, it's easier to hang out with people that are either your – that have kids your kid's age or that are parents of people – let me – how my words – like when your kids school age, right. like their friends, it's easier to go hang out with the moms of their friends because their kids are your kids are playing well together. But you
0: want real friends. I want real friends. Someone that you can actually like it and was. And it's just, rare when
1: yes. it happens where both things happen. Where right. the kids like each other and the parents are also real friends. And
0: I was in such that hormonal haze that for me it was just like, oh my God, there's actually somebody I can talk to here who like understands what I'm going through, which I didn't have from anyone well, else. Well, I was just gonna say life. you
1: and I came from different places. Places, like, you were the first of your friends right. to have a baby, and I'm, like, the last of the Mohicans right. over here to have the baby.
0: Right. So that is definitely— It's least, not like I had my kid young or anything. Right. It's just growing up around here, you know, people tend to have children later in right. life. Mm-hmm. I'm watching—I'm re-watching uh, Real Housewives of New York because Matt and I, it's our, it's our favorite Housewives yeah. show, and he's never seen it from the beginning, and we're in a lull of reality right now. So we decided we would start it from the beginning. Plus, I love Bethany. She's right. my ultimate. She is my Oprah. Yes. Um, and I mean she had her daughter at like 40. Oh, that yeah. Well, I had Luna at 40. Yeah. So it's the, and I I it's really not that rare.
1: No. Now it is. It's isn't. a
0: storyline on on current Will and Grace. Is it? I don't Grace is pregnant. Current, oh. It's not very good this season.
1: Um, but anyway, this article, which comes from Scary Mommy, is about how uh moms are some of the loneliest people in the world. Yeah, that as if we didn't know that. I know, I was like, yeah, preach. I feel like I feel like there's a couple of reasons why we're lonely. One, I feel like we sometimes feel like we have to hold it together. And so maybe totally. we don't express exactly how we're feeling. And also the hormonal thing of being a new mom, I don't even think I knew what I was feeling. I couldn't even no, I don't express think anybody my does. needs. No. I couldn't even, I didn't even know. It was just such a haze that I knew I was feeling lonely, but I
0: couldn't even articulate any of the things that I was feeling, really. I just remember, you know, and and it's funny now looking back on it, it's kind of the most appealing part of having a child is that, was that those first, like, three months? That's maybe one of the reasons to
1: have a second is you like, hopefully you appreciate it the second time. But anyway.
0: But I, see, and I feel like I appreciated it the first time. yeah. But that those like first three months of it just being Sebastian and I, we would be up in my bedroom. I watched Pretty Little Liars from beginning to <laughs> end because I had never done it. He would just like be on a boob and sleep all day, I'd change diapers. And that was it. Yeah. And I tried to be too active during that time. It was really nice. Yeah. But it was also like it was very lonely and I didn't understand. I don't think any of us understand what we're going through. Yeah. Um, I only made one month from, I went to a
1: breastfeeding group that I just, I had, you know, I I, I struggled first week. I struggled with breastfeeding and I went to like two breastfeeding groups. And in the second breastfeeding group, this is so, maybe this tells you so much about me. I looked around and I just found the most stylish woman in the room and she was wearing leopard and like black and she was real pretty. And I was having like at the time, better conversation with some other people that were like directly next to me. I think just because they were next to me and nobody got up because we just all had babies. But I saw her from across the room and she was talking to somebody else, but I was just like, man, she's pretty and she's stylish. I don't know. I feel like either she's aspirational to me or she's more my speed than some of these other moms. Yeah. So we hadn't talked the whole time and another woman was like talking her up. So I was like, I'm going to talk her up. And I... As she was walking out, I was like, "Oh, hey, we didn't get to speak much in the breastfeeding group." It was like I was having like a weird pickup line, and I was like, "Here's my card. If you ever like want to talk or something." Did she ever call you? She did. She called me the next day. Oh, that's nice. And she's like, "Thank God you did that because." And here I am thinking she's like so cool. No, she is cool, right? But thinking like she's not gonna want to talk to me, right? Like. It's like, like high school. Yeah. And she was like, I was so shy. I, no, I'm i so thankful that you came over and talked to me because I was too shy to talk to anybody else. So she's like the one mom group friend that I've really made. And then like I talked about earlier, the, the people on my floor. But
0: still, Luna's a year old at this point and you're just kind of becoming friends with the people on your floor. It is really lonely. It, it's because very lonely. It's insular. Do- it's
1: like you and your family and that's it. And sometimes, although family is struggling. the best thing in the world, having a good mom, having a good partner... Sometimes you, just, you need... It's not enough. It's not enough. And you need friends that ask you about you, not about your kid, too. So, I did
0: Peanut. Yeah, you um, told me about that. It's, Peanut, like, it's like... Peanut is Tinder for moms. And it basically... You know, you swipe, which I... Matt and I have been together so long, we didn't... We never encountered, like, app dating. So, it was kind of fun that I got to swipe. my
1: partner... Met each other the old fashioned way.
0: He, I think he actually wishes he got to do Tinder a little bit. He like talks about it. Tinder is terrible. I have no desire. I'm very happy, like never having to deal with because I know I would have been really frustrated. Lee like Tinder, right? Lee, yeah, thumbs up for Lee. Well, that's because it's just about getting laid, right? exactly. Yeah. Um, Can I
1: humble brag or just brag? Sure. So I started a text group with a couple of girls that were all. Pregnant at the same time, relatively, and so we could like share stuff about like you know we could bitch and moan and whatever, and not have to bother other people. And then when we were breastfeeding, probably one of us was going to be up because right. everybody was up all the time. And now that we've had our kids, I've created a couple of these now. Some I'm in, some I just hooked people up together, right? And everybody says that it has been like a game changer. Just are, to you, have.
0: are you the new mom Yenta? So I
1: had this great idea to start, I don't know, a blog or a, or a group. A I mean, mama Yenta service. A mama Yenta service. And my idea was, because I'm already doing it small scale with putting friends I know who are having their babies around the same time on a text string. Well, turns out my bright idea has been done and Actually, I'm thankful for because I don't need another thing on my plate to do. No, we found out about Mama Tribe, and it's this amazing service that links you up to other mothers based on not necessarily where you live, although you although can that's do a that. Part although it. that's a part of it. But on similar interests.
0: And how long, how old your child is or how soon you're expecting your child. And
1: unlike other services it doesn't hinge on you meeting up. This can just simply be a place where you can text or email because Lord knows I know I experienced it myself. I did too. For sure, I like did not want to leave the house. Nope. I didn't feel
0: like I could communicate with anyone in real life. Plus, I just didn't have anybody. No, and I was tired. I couldn't couldn't leave the house. And so, when I say I didn't have anybody, I mean, like, anyone who was going through the same thing I was at that moment.
1: Right. So, Mama Tribe is awesome. It was started by a mom who felt this same way, um, and we really love it. We're going to do it ourselves and connect with a bunch of moms that have similar Kids' ages, similar likes. I want to say, I don't want to say likes and dislikes. That sounds weird, but similar interests. Yeah. And then hobbies, you, maybe. Yeah. If you want to meet up, great. But if not, you still have um, a listening ear, a community of other moms that are there to help you virtually.
0: And I think we all need that, especially in that phase of life. It's very, it's so isolating. Very lonely. Very, very lonely time. So um, check out Mama Tribe M O M M A T R I B E let's offer some tips okay. for meeting your mom trash. There are a lot of tips um, and there's a lot of places you can do it. Any kind of kid class, Gymboree, Mommy and Me, music class, any of those things. Look I th- add it as a networking event. Yeah.
1: Which oh, sounds I mean, who terrible, the hell actually. Wants, I hate going I to a know. networking
0: event. But hopefully your kid has a good time or at least gets some energy out I think it, and you it, can scope it out. Right. And you could do free things like pretty much every public library has some kind of story yeah. time or arts and crafts or some kind of thing. I've had a you know general conversation at all of those things before some playgrounds but yep. you have to be willing i think to
1: make an introduction yeah
0: i think playgrounds are le- are more like solitary yeah, like I've never really started a conversation, but I did. But the, that friend that I that I met at
1: the breastfeeding group, we went together to a playground, and she didn't introduce herself to anyone, and I introduced myself
0: to everybody. Yeah, no, I'm and not. And she's like,
1: once again, you're the friend that does this, right?
0: So yeah, so I, I definitely think like classes are good, especially one where your kid is occupied doing something. Right. Um, I think when you're a new new mom. Going to something where... La Leche League, which is usually free. La Leche League uh, is great, which I never actually went to, but I still get their emails. I did. I went to one. I went, I went to, to a breastfeeding and then support I went to another group breastfeeding at the hospital. Support group. yeah. Pretty much every hospital has some kind of breastfeeding support group. Or like you said, Mommy and Me yoga or like... I think, I think things where... It's an activity that's around you, like some kind of workout class. And then your kids can come along like a BYO baby kind yeah. of workout class is great because you know that other moms are like trying to get out of the house. They're trying to make shit happen. And if it's something like yoga, then maybe you have something in common. Cause yeah. You, I mean, yeah. Hopefully. I think that's great. Maybe we can throw like a, a new mom's paint night or something. Something that's crafty, yeah. Because you know, I don't want you could. We could do. Two, we could do different kinds. We could do yoga shit Meditation, where you teach yeah. it, yeah. And then I could lead some kind of craft, craft night, craft afternoon. Yeah, have to be a craft noon, not a night. That's I don't give a crap when it is. As long as there's wine and crafts, I'm like in Done. my meditative space. Done. Anyway.
1: So yeah, like find spaces. I mean, you guys already know this stuff. But also, there are also Facebook groups. Mm-hmm. So For almost every community. Yeah. So in our neighborhood, there's like the Williamsburg Mom yeah, Group we or have whatever. Hoboken Moms. Right. And sometimes they have just, it's kind of nice, like trying to find a pediatrician or like wh- mm-hmm. what you so I sort of like. The virtual community that's there. But I've also met some moms that way, even just like, hey, I'm giving away this stuff. And I've met a mom because she came to pick up some stuff and we became friends or whatever. And also, it's good virtually too, just to feel like you are hive minding, you know?
0: Yeah. And you can also do things like Hey Mama, which is a, you know, kind of like an elite mom entrepreneur. It's like the wing for moms. Right, exactly. And they have like a huge forum thing. Have you started getting those emails yet? No, they have to push. I'm being, yes. It's, I, Hate it and love it all at the same Got time because there's so many, but they're so useful. Right. Um, but that's a great way, like if you're a mom who's still working and who wants to meet other moms who are, you know, struggling with the work-life balance, that's a great place. The, the, the ideas are endless and peanut. It's time for a segment we are calling hashtag swag, hashtag swag Bag. Hashtag Swag Bag. Which is basically, for those of you who don't know, a swag bag is what you get For free at an event or uh, usually, like, if you go to the Oscars, you probably get a real good swag bag, like a trip to Lake Tahoe. Now, listen, we aren't famous enough to get free shit. Yeah, no, we don't get those things. But
1: this is stuff we would want to give away if we were doing a swag bag because we just love it. Yes. It's not going to be some shit that, like, we heard about that we didn't use.
0: It's, like, actual shit we love. Yeah. So my swag bag pick is uh, Lady Sweet. Yep. It is amazing. It is a blend of botanical oils that go on your vulva, and it does all kinds of things. It uh, protects. It prevents razor burn. um, It brightens, which who the hell needs a bright hoo-ha, but why not? Um, But it's amazing. It really is an amazing product. There are reviews online about it helping menopausal women get their jive back. And I do want to say that for moms – um, I'm real dry down there. Yeah, things just feel different, right? Like, y- you know, I was you- like cracking. And there's the bounce, you know, the bounciness of it. Just, like, so much stuff has changed. Nothing's been bouncing on my vagina in a really long time. I know, I know, I know. But the...
1: At least my taint isn't cracking, because I, like, I put it back by my taint, too. That's the worst. Yeah, (laughs) no,
0: you put it everywhere hair grows. Just, like, a little boop, 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 boop. Everywhere hair grows, you put a little bit. Um, But I really do. I love Lady Sweet. You can get it at ladiesweetbeauty.com. Okay, so my hashtag swag bag
1: is... Something that's, like, gotten me through a bunch of different stages of this whole parenting thing. So Ooh. I found on sale, right after I had the baby, actually when we booked the job together. Right. And I realized that I didn't have anything. That fit. That fit. Because all of my pregnancy clothes were hand-me-downs. So I had, like, I was like, what am I going to wear out in public? I wasn't expecting to go out in
0: public this Yeah, because when I met you, you were wearing a brace to, full like, keep your insides brace. in. It was
1: hardcore. Yeah.
0: It was a lot. I've really come a have come. Way. You've come full circle, I think. So...
1: And I had been unemployed for a while because I had to take a really long pregnancy leave. So I was like, I need a bargain. So I went into Athleta and on sale were these um, high waisted, kind of like mom style jeans. I love a mom jean. It's their Tech denim line. Mm. So right now I think those are the ones I love
0: on you, right? Yes, yes. Yeah. So they're
1: like high waisted. They kind of look like a mom jean. They're kick flare. Kick flare. They're crop
0: um, I love on a me. Crop.
1: And by crop, I mean on me, they actually just hit like regular. Pants, but they're supposed to be kind of cropped and they look like a good mom jean and they're high waisted and they've got a lot of stretch. So their whole like Sculpt Tech denim thing is like you could be athletic in them because they almost fit like a legging, mm. but they're not tight like a legging they fit like a jean I just
0: love them okay that's our show today folks thank you so much for giving us a listen please do not forget to rate review and subscribe we are out here on our own and these things really really matter
1: we want to hear from you tell us what you want to hear email us at momtouragepod at gmail.com
0: don't forget to join our momtourage follow us on instagram at momtouragepodcast to hang out with us all week long
1: We are here for you. You are not alone. We got you. So go ahead, girl. Know this posse is behind you and go slay. Momtourage is written and produced by Ashley Heron-Smith and Terry Sotero. Recorded and mixed by Lee Mars. Our theme song, MILF, is by the band Mama Drama. You can find them on Instagram at mamadramaband or mamadramaband.com.